Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 7, looking at verses 30 through 32, read from the New Living Translation. Stephen is still the speaker, and here he's continuing his story of Moses. And remember, he's being accused of being a blasphemer of Moses. And as you listen to this speech, his speech, um, he speaks honorably of Joseph. Uh, Moses has spent 80 years waiting to hear from God. 80 years of his life were gone. And it seemed that he'd spent most of his life waiting. So the incident in um, where he uh, killed the Egyptian happened when he was 40. Then he hid in uh, the land of Midian for 40 years. And during that time, he had two sons. But his wait would soon be over. And you're wondering, how can an 80-year-old man do anything? But with God, age is nothing. Age is just a number. So in the desert, after what seemed like an eternity, God speaks to him. Let's listen to verses uh, 30 through 32, read from the New Living Translation of Acts chapter 7. Forty years later, in a desert near Mount Sinai, An angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and did not dare to look. Again, Acts chapter 7, verses 30 through 32, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 7, verses 30 through 32. Read from the New Living Translation. And again, Stephen is, is still speaking and uh, defending himself against the charge of being a blasphemer. And he's speaking about Moses. And in the uh, desert of Mount, near Mount Sinai, God approaches Moses. It says an angel of the Lord appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. Stephen again emphasized one of the main points of his reply to the council, that God his glory and his work was not confined to the temple. God appeared to Moses in the wilderness before there was ever a temple. He reminded his audience of the incredible moment when an angel appeared to Moses in the burning of a, uh, the flame of a burning bush. And that's found in Exodus chapters um, 
3 and 4. The vision which he saw of the glory of God at the bush, what happened when he was 40 years old. So 40 years had passed. During all this time, Moses was buried alive in Midian and was now grown old and one would think past his service that it might appear that all the performances were products of a divine power and promise. And this is Matthew Henry speaking. And he said, just as it was that Isaac was a child of promise who was born to parents stricken in age. So Moses is 80 years old when he enters into the post that God, uh, which he was born for. Remember, God saved him from an imminent death. And uh, after 40 years of self-denial, God is there to use Moses for what he created him for, to deliver his people. God appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. And when he appeared to him, he told him that this is holy ground. And so Stephen takes notice of it as a way to check those who prided themselves in the temple as the holy place and the only place where God could commune with them. But he's telling them, God can speak to you no matter where you are. Abraham wasn't in a temple. There was no temple. Joseph wasn't in a temple because there was no temple. He also spoke to Moses. There was no temple. So God is not confined to a place. He can bring his people to where he needs to. And he can speak to them comfortably. He appeared in a flame of fire. For our God is a consuming fire. And uh, he appeared in a bush that was burning, but didn't burn. It was on flames, but it was didn't burn. It was a combustible matter that did not get consumed. So God manifested himself in the flesh through the flame. He spoke to Moses and Moses saw this sight. And of course, he was terrified. As, as would we be if we were looking at a bush that's burning and you're seeing an image of someone speaking to you. And uh, Matthew Henry says that he trembled as soon as he was aware that it was not a fiery uh, meteor, but the angel of the Lord and no other angel than the, cov- uh, than the angel of the covenant, the son of God himself. Of course, he was afraid. And Stephen was accused of blaspheming Moses and God, as if Moses had been a little God with a lowercase g. But this um, shows that Moses was a man, just like we are, afraid with fear. And uh, he, when he saw the divine, uh, mag- uh, divine majesty and glory of God, he, fear and trembling, the voice of God called to Moses from that burning bush and he mentioned Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to, and um, Stephen made sure he mentioned it to connect his audience to the fact that this was done through the patriarchs. God was working, he was speaking, and he was preparing to deliver his people. And again, no temple, no tabernacle, because they were nowhere near Jerusalem. But God, again, is not confined to a place. He's ready to lead his people. 
and he uses who he uses. Stephen wanted his audience to remember how amazed Moses was and how unusual the timing, the place, and the form of God's revelation was. It was unexpected and without uh, historical precedence, but God deals with his people how God wants to deal with his people. Let's pray. Father, we're thanking thanking you for your word. We thank you, God, that you're not confined to a place. You are omnipresent. You're everywhere at the same time. And we thank you for that. That nothing that happens in our lives is uh, amazing to you. Even though we are shocked and stunned and don't know what or how to handle situations, if we get, cast them all on you, you are in control and you know how to handle uh, things that baffle us because what baffles us doesn't baff- baffle you. So we thank you for that. Father, again, we're continuing to pray for Christians in Azerbaijan, which is in Asia. We're praying, God, about the... Um, the band, the, it says that the uh, Bible is banned. So, God, we're praying that the Bible ban, that those who try to uh, ban the Bible, that, God, that your word still gets through. And, God, it says that uh, religious literature is fined. They, uh, people have to pay a fine. But, God, we're praying that you protect your word as we hide it in our hearts. Help those who have the word. And I've read and heard of instances where they've memorized your word. So even if the Bible is burned and taken from them, they've hidden word, your word in their heart. So that that's something that can never be taken away from them. And God, we pray for that government in, uh, that pla- in Azerbaijan that it continues tightening restrictions and ask church uh, leaders to submit names of members. God, we bind that in the name of of Jesus. God, we uh, lose your presence in that situation. We pray for pastors and leaders as they attempt to share your word. Keep them safe, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we're praying for those who, others, anyone else who has special needs, in the name of Jesus praying for what's going on in the Ukraine. You know what's going on. I'm just casting it it at your feet and praying for those who need you in a special way. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.